Party time, mom. Party time, mom. Studio 22. Y'all never knew 22 is going to be quite so prophetic and predictive, did you? Uh, good to be back in Studio 22 in the mothership with the puppet master at the helm flying us into the nether regions of all things uh, <coughs> gubernatorial. We'll talk about that a little bit, maybe. Candice, you the queen of the Ethiopians, uh, cynically looking on. <laughs> I have so many things I want to say to everyone today on this episode of the Chad Prather Show, this fantastic Monday. And here you thought your Monday was going to be blue. It's not. It's going to be full of excitement and information and news you can use and probably want to lose. Puppet Master, are uh, are we all good here? The microphones are working. The cameras are on. The lights are good. We are great. Do I look dignified? In the same shirt I wore on seven episodes last week. (laughs) I've never seen you look more dignified before, so. I'm telling you guys, no matter what I do, no matter what I say, I will always be me. And that is going to matter as we talk about some things we're going to get into today. Uh, Party foul Steve, thank you for picking me up from the airport this morning. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I came in from South Dakota. We will talk about my South Dakota adventures. Hot news, Natalie. Because they were some adventures, let me just tell you. I feel like I've been gone for a month. But South Dakota does that to a man. It does. Okay. We all have so many questions. Um, Why are you looking at me like you don't know me anymore? Well, because... Like you're just trying to figure me out at this point. Does everybody not feel that way right now? I mean, no, there's, a, come there's on. some... There's it's, some... It's, like it's, it's like it's awkward. Like you just found out that I have a third nipple or something. He's, he's still not wearing socks. No. I know. It's honestly I, the most Chad thing ever. It's yeah. true. So it doesn't, no, you're, you're, that, it sort of is. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It sort of is. And I know everybody, where, where everybody knows they can read between the lines. They know what we're talking about. And we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, even though I have been advised to keep some things on the down low. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> so, uh, Sarah Gonzalez, the host of the news and why it matters, and Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered, which I know everyone needs to be subscribed to on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Welcome yeah. to the show. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. You're looking radiant. I almost attempted a compliment that would not have sounded like a compliment Uh-oh. when I saw you this morning. I'm looking. I was watching your show last night. And I thought she looks so pregnant. Oh now, no! What I meant by that was you're radiating, yeah. right? You glow. Thank you. Thank you. But my thought was you look so pregnant, which is a good thing in my stupid head, right? <laughs> I would have picked better words and a better way to say that, but that was the first thing that popped out of my head in the hotel last night. South Dakota changes a man. It does. <laughs> it did. But you look good. <laughs> Thank you. Look, you. You've ra- you just radiate. Thank you. But you're always so beautiful. Oh. You okay. know, when we started this show, we started this show, Candace. I said, I am going to get as many hot women to work on this show as we can. Guests, co-hosts. And here comes Candace as the, uh, as the editorial producer on this thing. And I was like, she works. Mm-hmm. Natalie, she works. Sarah pops in every now and then. She works. We've had so many lovely ladies. Not real smart, but beautiful girls. <laughs> Just really beautiful, beautiful girls. Well, we know what we're good for. <laughs> right. It's, it's funny now. Everything that comes out of my mouth, I'm thinking, well, that can be used against me in a couple of years. That's way too late for that. It is way too I was late way for too that. Late. Candace already wanting to know if we should scrap the last 290 episodes. <laughs> 
We're coming up on that magical 300. The uh, 300th episode is coming soon. Uh, we, we're going to plan a big celebration for that. It's going to be a yeah. special episode. We've got a lot to get into, obviously. Uh, we're not just going to talk about me. In fact, I don't want to talk a lot about me. But we, we are going to talk about the big announcement I made uh, last Thursday night. Thursday night. Um, me and Robert Mondavi uh, and his beautiful Napa Cabernet Sauvignon. We came up with a fantastic idea. <laughs> We're going to talk about that and get into it. Uh, lots of things to talk about um, as far as Texas is concerned, as well as the country. And we're going to have a few laughs as well. Now that America's opening back up, folks, it doesn't mean that everything's okay. You still got to wash your hands. I just came out of the airport and I'm telling you, whew, my hands are sanitized, man. Uh, you got to do the social distance thing. Some people are wearing the masks. Uh, you know, golly, I, I got woken up, awakened on the plane by a flight attendant tapping me because my gator mask thing that does no good had come down around my neck. <laughs> so, wake up. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so here's what I do, and this is what I love, and I brag about it to everybody I talk to. It's Field of Greens. Field of Greens, Brickhouse Nutrition, every single day. You get that stuff, you open up the bottle, the little jar of it, you take a scoop out, you put it in your water, and you drink it. It's going to give you a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, which is going to boost your energy. It's going to support your healthy immune system. It's going to keep you healthy, folks. Plus, it's going to give you a diet of fruits and vegetables that that really is going to help you because let's face it we don't eat enough of that it's going to reduce your risk of heart disease hypertension a whole host of other health issues field of greens it's prebiotic probiotic it's a great source of vitamins fiber and other nutrients all you got to do like i said put the scoop in the water stir it up drink it you're done right now i'm going to save you 15 percent off your first order with the offer code chad at brickhousechad.com that's brick housechad.com subscribe today save an extra 10 percent every single month you cannot control the world around you but you can sure make sure you're getting and giving your body a fighting chance so try field of greens today i want you to go there sign up brickhousechad.com brickhousechad.com let's get into it stay right there Man, oh, man. Okay, so the big question is out there, and I don't want to say a lot about it, but the big question is, am I serious about running for governor of Texas? I'm serious about running for governor of Texas, okay? <laughs> I, I know that most of the things I say tend to be tongue-in-cheek, but I got pissed off this past week, all right? I went to South Dakota for numerous reasons. One, Mount Rushmore, the Trump event, the president, which we'll get into, did a fantastic job. Uh, that speech was just tremendous. Let's talk about that now, first of all. Okay, we'll talk about me later. Donald Trump comes out there. And, and first of all, we've been to Trump events. We've been there. Uh, there's something about going to a Trump event. People are just real. I mean, it is just the realest of the real people they're like the folks you drink beer with on the weekend mm -hmm. you know and i understand why the media and the left-wing elites want to jump on them and try to l label them like they're the lowest common denominator but they're just the salt of the earth people right in south dakota christy noam as governor there is doing a fantastic job standing up to the left and this cancel culture that's out there and these these mob mentalities that want to tear down statues and of course she tweeted last week when they said we're going to tear down Mount Rushmore. She said, not on my watch. All right. So she's standing pretty strong. She's a, she's, she's a beautiful lady. 
right? She was at the deal at Rushmore. This girl, I would like to know what her regimen is because she is in shape, right? Anyway, beautiful families out there. Mary Hart's out there. Of course, now they're trying to cancel Mary Hart, which I'm like, Mary Hart, who was a former host of Entertainment Tonight, I don't mm-hmm. think she cares because I don't know that Mary Hart really is working, right? She came out and was the master of ceremonies at this thing the other night. Uh, y'all watched it, right, Sarah? Yeah, we did. C-SPAN? We did. We saw you several times yeah. up in the front. I was right there. It, I, it was hard to miss you. <laughs> I was wearing my 1776 bitches shirt because yeah. I got class. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. With, and of course, with the hat. My so. white straw cowboy hat. Uh-huh. Unmistakable. So my we, husband said, is that Chad? Yeah. I was like, of course that's Chad. Who else yeah. would it be? <laughs> so I was sitting down there with uh, the Speaker of the House for South Dakota, several state reps from South Dakota. Uh, we had numerous folks that were that were there with us who we also did the show on Saturday, which was kind of a Trump rally entertainment thing. A lot of great talent was there. CJ was there with the Deplorable Choir. Uh, we had um, Ashley St. Clair was there. Deanna Lorraine was there. We had uh, Bryson Gray. Love that dude. Joel Patrick was there. Jury's still out. Uh, anyway, I guess I, I lost my invite in the mail. Yeah, yeah. he probably did. Probably Crazy. did. So it, it was fun. It, I, I, I love all those people. We had a good time. Uh, Jack Posobiec was there. Uh, Carpe Donctum. Of course, if you follow on Twitter, he's now banned on Twitter. He's over on Parlor. Uh, a lot of folks were there. Uh, Fog City Midge and just, just different MAGA personalities, right? So we're there and we're, we're hanging out. And first things first, there's no alcohol in there. I needed some. And I was like, I know where the alcohol is. It's back in my truck. Well, I mean, I'm parked VIP, right? We got in just before the Lakota tribe went nuts and started parking vans across the street and blocking the deal with slashing the tires and stuff. Because here's the thing. They warned them. First of all, the the Speaker of the House there, North Dakota, or South Dakota, I'm sorry, he was telling me, he said, he said, I was a part of the advance team when the Secret Service came in and started running security points on this. And he said they sent in uh, 34 Secret Service guys to patrol the area and take a look at it and make the plan. And they said, what's your perimeter here? And they said, well, it's about 50 miles over there. I mean, this is Mount Rushmore. This wow. is this is Keystone, South Dakota. You know, about 50 miles that way. And they're like, well, we can't handle it. I mean, that, that ain't a perimeter. And they're like, well, I mean, that's what you got, right? So... Only two of those guys, of those Secret Service guys, had ever been to Mount Rushmore before. So it was a big experience for them. But they basically told them, the South Dakota officials told the protesters, they said, we're not Seattle. We're not New York. We're not California. You come around here, you're going to F around and find out. Mm-hmm. We're not going to mess around. We're going to have the cops. We're going to have the National Guard. So I come bebopping up in the truck, my rental truck. I'm, I'm driving up, and I mean, I love VIP. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, when everybody else is parking and catching a shuttle and stuff, and they're just waving me through, because Eric Trump gave us uh, not only passes, but, like, VIP parking. Yeah, I'm dropping names. Right. And Eric Trump left, you know, he, he's, he leaves it for you. And I'm like, yeah. And you're just driving past everybody on the way up waving at them and then the cops you have a little checkpoint the cops stop you and they're like i know you i know you you're chad prather aren't you and i'm like yeah and they're like we love you dude we appreciate you speaking out on the behalf of law enforcement i said i know you do i know you do i know you love me and uh 
<laughs> you boys and girls are doing a great job out here. Some of South Dakota's finest. Anyway, yep. but it was great. It was it was a fun deal. Those kind of things happen. And and we drive on up there. You see all the Lakota tribe who's on the side of the road. I'm breaking curses in Jesus' name because I don't know what kind of black witch magic they're putting on me, man. The yep. Voodoo stuff. And they're just burning smoke and incense. And they're cussing us and you know telling us to get off their land. And I'm like... I want all y'all to get off my welfare because I'm looking at you and I'm telling you, <laughs> you guys, y'all ain't ever owned anything, including the property you live on now. I don't have a problem with calling them out on this stuff because of the hypocrisy that's there. The Lakota tribe, yes, okay, they can claim heritage from the 1800s to the Black Hills of South Dakota, but they took it from the Sioux or they took it from the Crow and the Crow took it from the Sioux. So you trace everybody took something from everybody, right? Right. So anyway, there was all of that stuff. You know, the, those tribes there, they didn't want to let Lewis and Clark pass whenever they were exploring the Louisiana Purchase. Uh, uh, General George Custer had a big standoff with the Lakota tribes back then before, of course, he met his demise at Little Bighorn. A lot of history there. See, that's why you can't erase history. That's why you can't erase history. Everybody's got a past. Every people group has a past. And it's interesting when you start looking into those things and you start realizing that uh, that these guys stand on the side of the road being self-righteous. You're just as you've you've done just as many bad things as everybody else. Mm -hmm. So they decided to move the vans out in the street and they slashed the tires. Well, the National Guard came in and they immediately just hauled those vans out of there and. It was it was an interesting little deal, but we got in ahead of that stuff. And I and I bring all that up just to say, these people get on my nerves. They really do. All this protesting stuff, you know. You got the girls. You, you got the girl in Seattle who died yesterday, twenty four year old, and, and again, as the news describes her, binary, twenty four year old. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what that means. Does that mean she's a is what she is? Or she doesn't know. I mean, I don't know what that means, really. I'm not know. woke enough. I don't understand these terms get thrown around. But she died, 24 years old, lovely lady, white girl, protesting for BLM in the street in Seattle. They're doing the Cupid Shuffle. I'm not making that up. In the street. The guy comes peeling through there. Mm -hmm. By all intents and purposes, he swerves. He wasn't trying to hit anyone. Yeah. They're, in this, they're on I-5 right there. And he hits two of them. One of them with life-threatening but stable. And then, of course, she was in critical. She passed away, 24 years old. That is a tragedy. I don't care what you stand for. I don't care who you are. That's a tragedy. They arrest the guy. What the news media doesn't show you is the guy's black. Mm. The driver of the car is black. And I want to say he's like Somalian or something like that. Sarah, you might know. I don't know. Yeah, he. I, th I think that you're correct on that. But al they also, they didn't identify him, but they did say that a luxury car yeah, plowed exactly. into the protesters. A Jaguar. Yes. A luxury car plowed into him. <laughs> and, and that that was, so it was, Take you see how the media bias works and all of that stuff. So anyway, we're up there and I decide I need to get me another little dranky drank out the truck, right? Well, I never got down there because I get back because i'm down at the front of the amphitheater we got to walk all the way back up my fat ass is <sighs> 93 degrees out there and uh get up there and people are wanting to take pictures and stuff because i got it like that right anyway oh yeah i remember tulsa <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway we never got there but anyway the buzz starts happening right they start playing acdc Thunder. Mm. And then, Maddie, on those big screens, you see Air Force One. 
flying and it's just kind of floating like a kite, you know, and here it comes. Well, here comes Trump, Big Donnie T, Air Force One, thunder. And you can see that sucker, man. They must have had drones up like 15,000 feet because the shots they had of Air Force One were incredible, right? And so then... He does a Mount Rushmore flyby, and I'm like, oh, boy, just Patriot boner. And I'm sitting there thinking, who else gets to go to Mount Rushmore on the weekend of the 4th of July and have Air Force One fly over? And then by then they're playing, you know, Guns N' Roses. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. America. Now you're running for governor. Yeah. I mean, it fired you up. So, no, I was already running. That was before. So, I was, running. I was kidding, already running. I mean, my caution had been thrown to the wind for two days already. Uh, but, I, but I'm like, yeah. So then we go, I never make it to the truck. And so I go back down to my seat and uh, you can hear Marine One. You can hear Marine One talking to the LZ, the landing zone for Mount Rushmore. Six minutes to LZ, Mount Rushmore to Marine One copy and it's like they didn't do four minutes and they did one minute and here they come baby <laughs> he does another flyby of mount rushmore trump baby trump you can see he's hanging out the window his hair man just everywhere it's like george washington but orange it's fantastic and so i'm like yeah man i mean who else does this kind of thing right i mean he's a freaking rock star mm-hmm. he's a rock star so anyway, come out there. My neighbors had some sparklers. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting down there, right? And this is the first 4th of July celebration they've had there in oh, close to 20 years. I mean, like 16 some odd years. They haven't had a fireworks celebration or anything. In fact, uh, a young man who was sitting next to me, he is a freshman at the Naval Academy. He told me, he said, the last time they had fireworks here uh, he's a resident of Rapid City, South Dakota. He said, I was four years old. So, mm. you know, he's probably been about 14, 15 years since they've done it. Anyway, so Trump comes out just looking in Melania, looking like a fox. As always. Boy, she's a smoke She's show. beautiful. She just she really is. is. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. I mean, she just exudes it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I won't get into my conspiracy theories, but they're there. Like you saw the little scribble dress, yeah. like the kids scribble. She's just slapping those ped- pedos right in the face with that thing. Mm-hmm. Just telling you, man, it's just a call out. We know you're there. We know you're there. Is this kid scribble? Mm-hmm. I don't need to get into it. Anyway, so they're out there, man. Trump pops off a salute. They do the national anthem. And we're just fired up. Trump's just looking slick. Man. Did they do the black national anthem first? They did not. Okay. They did not. <laughs> but I mean, Patriots were fired up. They were just pumped, you know. You got the Army band, and then you got the Marine band that, that switched out and comes in with them. And uh, then they do the flybys, the jets, the helicopters. They do the bombers. And then, of course, the Blue Angels do a flyby. It was just, dude, it was just, it reminded you that men have nipples is what it did. Mm. It really, it really did. I mean, it was great. And so, man, that sun went down and you want to talk about a perfect South Dakota night sky, perfectly clear. And they got, Trump comes out there and gives what I thought was just a fantastic speech, an honest, unifying speech. And it pissed me off, man. You get back the New York Post and abc news is talking Mm -hmm. about how he gave a racially divisive speech at the foot of mount rushmore and i'm like 
what are you folks listening to? I mean, the guy talked about Muhammad Ali and Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong and Frederick Douglass. He talked about um, uh, Harriet Tubman. He talked about Martin Luther King Jr. and, and how only America could produce these great people and, and just all the contributions of that stuff. But you know what pissed him off is because he was talking about cancel culture. We're not going to tolerate this cancel culture. And that's why I screamed out right in the middle of the speech. I was like, you can't cancel me! <laughs> hey, we'll talk some more about it, but working from home is driving up the worst type of cyber crime, home title theft. You've heard me talk about it. We're doing it all from home these days. Working, banking, video conferences, meal deliveries, shopping, watching Party Foul Steve. Uh, cyber criminals, they're targeting your homes. They're online, too. Actually, what they want is the money they can get by taking out loans against your home. The crime is called home title theft, and the FBI is warning homeowners about this invisible danger. Home title lock is how you're going to protect your home. You're going to do that today. You're going to make sure these cyber thieves stay away from your property, your home's legal title. It's online where they find it. They forge your signature. It states that you sold your home to them. Then they're going to take out loans on your home and leave you in debt. Banks don't cover that. Basic identity theft services don't protect you from that. Home title lock is the only thing you can use. It puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. Protect your home now. I want you to go to HomeTitleLock.com today. You can register. See if your address is already on there and you're already a victim. I want you to use code CHAD for 30 free days of protection. They're going to give that to you to help you through these days of crisis and hard times. HomeTitleLock.com. Use promo code CHAD, and we will be right back. Okay. Can I so. stay on the Trump train real quick? Yeah, please. Okay. Yeah, we're going to stay on that for My a second. experience was not anything like that, but we did go on the lake on 4th of July night to go watch the fireworks over Grapevine. I, um, I, I, I'm not even being dramatic when I tell you I think more boats, and it was peppered. I mean, there were so many people out there enjoying their freedom on the lake. Um, more boats than not had an American flag, a Texas flag and a Trump flag. Yeah. I mean, I have never seen so many Trump flags. And then it was on Lake Louisville. It was so many lakes around. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Dude, they're how doing that, it nationwide. There's no way. coverage of yeah. that though, except through your friends and social media. I, I was Yeah, in it, there's a, a lot of these boat parades, Trump boat parades every weekend that are going on that are just really kind of impressive. Um Yeah. Uh I, I just it bugs me, Sarah, when I I guess as long as I've been in this and observing this, because I've always been a news and media and political junkie, I just can't get over the way they twist the news mm -hmm. and yeah. make things just. Yeah, it, it's honestly, I feel like it's a feat for me that I haven't gone to like the insane asylum mm -hmm. since the beginning of the year because yeah. they've just doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on the way that they do it just, just since the beginning of the year. I mean, it's maddening to have to cover it every day. Well, it, I, you know, when we were in Tulsa at the rally mm -hmm. and I was thinking, okay, what's the twist they're going to use? And of course they use the crowds. Right. Okay. So this time I was thinking, what's the twist they're going to use? Because it was a very subdued Trump. He was. He never really went off script. Yeah. Uh, he stayed right there with it. And it, it was, was a great speech. It was by patriotic. The way. It, it was wasn't. A great a, it wasn't a vote for me. Yep. Rally. Uh, they talked about how he, well he played down the pandemic. Right. You know he dealt, wasn't enough about that. It was all about him getting reelected. I'm like, 
I watched the same freaking mm-hmm. speech. I didn't catch any of that. Hmm. Said it was raci- racially divisive and it set us back because he was saying that we're going to put people who tear down statues in jail that deface these monuments. Uh, and they said he praised Andrew Jackson while at the foot of Mount Rushmore. Then they said he was just giving a speech in front of two slave owners uh, between Washington and, and Jefferson. And I'm like, okay. I mean, this is it just really, really gets crazy on this stuff. And I mean, the only thing he said about Andrew Jackson, the great Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson, the great Thomas Jefferson. I mean, right? I mean, that's it, it, it wasn't. The sad part is, I wonder, I'm curious, how many people just did not watch the speech they and don't. just read the narrative they and they buy it because they didn't see it for themselves. They don't. And I saw that uh, I saw that over and over again on social media, people who were just kind of coming at me. And I realized over this weekend, I kind of have to back off of social media a little bit because like, my eyes are going crossed at this point mm-hmm. of reading this nonsense that's on there. Uh, will I actually do it? No, I will not. Uh, but I need to. But I, I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, okay, this is just asinine at this point. Absolutely silly, the way they twist everything. Huh, so that's that. Trump did an excellent job. He did a great speech. And he, he, you know, and then he hung around for the fireworks. And I'm telling you, I'm 47 years old. I have never, and I imagine will never see anything that spectacular ever again with Mount Rushmore as the setting and the backdrop with those lights on those faces and that presidential seal all lit up right in front of you with the presidential podium, Hmm. the Marine band, you know, these officials and then there's Trump and there's Melania and, and Eric and Laura and uh, uh, Tiffany Trump. And, and then boom, there's a fireworks going off over that thing. And they're just like, yeah. And they're playing James Brown music. I can't even imagine. It gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Well, even looking at the pictures, right? I'm like, I just looked at the pictures and it gave me goosebumps. Well, I posted a picture of it uh, with one of the explosions happening over Rushmore. It was just a really good shot. So I threw it up on social media. The thing had like 20,000 reactions in 10 minutes. Beautiful. And so it's like, I don't know. I think it finally slowed down about 150,000 reactions, which that's huge for social media. I mean, that's just a big post. It's just a picture, but it was just gorgeous, right? I just got lucky enough to... (laughs) <laughs> be talented enough to take it well i think it's interesting i love people seeing people step up you know what's ha- what happened in california over the it was great fourth, because what because happened garcetti said don't right. be doing fireworks and man I, that almost looked superimposed didn't it it did it did not look real they're flying <laughs> no. by i mean it's just, those are big fireworks right That's actually i didn't i didn't repost it because i was worried that it I know. wasn't real because it just didn't look right real. i did the same thing and yeah. i was you know my thought is as soon as i post it people would be like i can't believe you support that it was scaring the dogs <laughs> That that's happens kind, every year. That that's the kind of crap I'm hearing, you know? I mean, I'm just giving the dogs, you're giving the dogs PTSD. But just all the Trump flags, people are starting to rise up. I think we're starting to see people, they're here. They're yeah. they're fed well, up they're and they're done. What I saw in Rendon at the fireworks stands as we were driving by and stuff is the people, the lines were bigger than I've ever seen them, but they were diverse lines. Correct. Black, white, Hispanic celebrating america people are celebrating america they're celebrating yeah. freedom well and thank you for saying that i've one thing i didn't mention was on the boats it was red yellow black and white i mean all these boats with all the trump flags was it really red was it really yeah, there were some red yes absolutely <laughs> and then it got dark and i think well that, but, was, a sun, that was a sunburn but it's fine yeah <laughs> i'm peeling you're now, right though, steve and i was sitting there thinking you know what crossed my mind when i saw that uh, la skyline of those i was like that's a lot of hispanics hmm 
I mean, it just—I'm just saying, demographically right. speaking, I guarantee you, there's we also, a lot of Hispanics. We do like our fire. We do like our fireworks. You do. True. <laughs> so anyway, it was good. Uh, it was—it was a productive thing. It was good. It's beautiful. Uh, I want to say two things. Best wishes to Kim Guilfoyle. Uh, I, I saw her. I was not with her Thursday night, but I was with Don Jr. And of course, um, you know. I, I was never like we didn't make out or anything, and then you find out the next day that Kim tested positive for the coronavirus. So, best wishes to them and anybody dealing with this. You're seeing more and more people who are getting positive cases, actually yep. getting sick. It seems to be a lesser strain in that it's just sort of like getting the flu, yep. and people again they're they're getting over it. I won't go back into my whole debate again, but uh, I, I'm going to allude to this mandate from Texas Governor greg abbott that he came in and, and he's hurting the state of texas i've always liked greg abbott but i'm i'm a little miffed and we're going to talk about that but anyway uh the, what i was getting to is our condolence and deepest sadness for uh the family of charlie daniels texas uh, not texas but country music great charlie daniels devil went down to georgia mm-hmm. and uh passed away age of 83 and oh. Stroke. You know, hemorrhagic stroke yeah well, i mean we've we've been around charlie and his band some of his band members are probably watching this episode i mean they're they've been big supporters of us uh he's been a great friend of our friends like nine line apparel the nra mm-hmm. uh just a bunch of different folks a great patriot but i'll tell you what he was devout in his faith and he was very outspoken about that and uh and charlie wasn't one of those guys who was fearing the end mm-hmm. you know what i mean and, you know, I was reading over the, you know, Twitter is such a dumpster fire. And I saw Jason Isbell, who's you know, a country music guy. Jason Isbell said, well, I can't believe Charlie Daniels has a book that says don't look at the empty seats. And it's like, come on, dude, you're making fun of Charlie Daniels. I promise you, Jason has done a whole lot more, buddy. If you can ever get to an iconic, legendary status like Charlie Daniels, you'll learn to have enough class not to make fun of somebody like that. But, you know, I see stuff like that. And I'm like, the only reason you're attacking this guy is because he's a right wing, right leaning conservative, patriotic guy of faith who's outspoken about that. And we got to stop that in this country, man. So condolences to the family of Charlie Daniels. God bless him. We're going to miss him. Going to miss him. Don't miss him. Hey, dreams. We all have them. Some of you are scared to dream anymore. The small ones, they're easy to talk about. The big ones, you don't even know if you want to want to have them in your life because it seems like they're so daunting and overwhelming but it's uh look i got i got a solution for you right now your dreams can come true and when i say it comes true listen your future is so bright it is so bright there's so many opportunities right now i'm telling you dream big the bigger the better and the dream of a better tomorrow starts right now with a degree from ashford university ashford university's online bachelor's degree master's degree programs allow you to learn on a convenient and flexible schedule and at ashford expert faculty they teach you real world skills from real world experience in online classes built for life's twists and turns you don't have to worry about these people who have lived for 30 years in an economic or uh, academic bubble and they've never tested out their theories these folks know what they're talking about you can learn from home or wherever you feel comfortable you can pursue a degree in one of ashford's 60 plus programs like business administration healthcare administration psychology you're going to have 24 7 access to your classroom daily support financial aid is available ashford's going to give you the tools you need to help you 
make your dreams become a reality. So dream big, folks. Your tomorrow starts today at Ashford University. You don't have to pay a fee to apply. There's no standardized testing required to enroll. Just go to ashford.edu slash watch Chad. That's ashford.edu slash watch Chad. Go there today. Not all programs are available in all states. Go check it out. We'll be right back. All right, so let's get down to it. Thursday night, I am in Custer National Park, the Black Hills, South Dakota. Okay. I am staying at the State Game Lodge, which was Calvin Coolidge's summer White House. Gorgeous place, gorgeous setting, beautiful national park. Uh, Chilling. Had the event there. Uh, Cowboys for Trump were there. Big shout out to my boy, Coy Griffin, and his crew. And, of course, Don Jr. was there. It's a $5,000 a plate event. I didn't eat. <laughs> uh, the So, it was a big event. Governor Greg Abbott, state of Texas, who I've done my best to support for all these years. Uh, I'm getting sick of the trend, is what I'm getting tired of, Natalie. And that is these guys who come out, and they seem to be for the people they serve and represent. And then all of a sudden, it seems like they, they're they selling out in some way. Okay? I don't know the pressures. I don't know why it comes down to the way it comes down. But I, there's so many Republicans across this country who have become spineless. I feel like on a national level, on a federal level, Trump is having to do a lot of things on his own. Everybody's scared to stand up. I don't know what all's going on behind the scenes. We know there's some deep, dark stuff that's out there. So I decided I was pissed off Thursday night, and I just I jumped on Twitter, and I said, I'm running for governor of Texas in 2022. I had no idea. Did I mean it? Yeah, I meant it. I mean, I was like, yeah. What I was saying was, I want my voice to be heard. I'm tired of this because Greg Abbott came out with a mandate this past week on a Friday, said that if you're going to go out in public, if you're going to be in a public place, you get, it's a place where you can't social distance. Correct. You got to wear a mask. Uh, the bars are going back down. They were shutting the venues down, shutting the bars down. The restaurants are backing up. And I'm like, okay. I mean, there are staples. I mean, restaurants, bars in Fort Worth, Texas, that have been open for 70 years that are now mm-hmm. sh- shuttering their doors because yeah. they're like, we can't, we can't do this. We can't do this. And I won't get into all the political reasons that I have the problems with this and all that, but you are squashing people's dreams. Said it from day one. Yep. And you, you got Gavin Newsom in the state of California who's now telling churchgoers they can't sing. <laughs> You can't sing. You can't do any recitations. You can't yeah. do any hymns. You can't do any choruses. No, no praise music. None of that stuff because you're spreading the germs. And I'm like, okay, look, ass. I'll come sing right in your face. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, dude, this is where we're headed. Honestly, no, 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 no. This is, this is why I speak in the strongest language I can speak when it comes to this stuff. You know, read Steve's shirt right there. That's what I wore to the president's rally. That shirt right there, but mine was red. And people are like, boy, you dressed up for this. And I was like, no, that's why I mean it. This mm-hmm. is where I'm at right now. So I said, I'm running for governor of Texas. Of course, my phone started blowing up. Okay, funny joke, funny joke, funny joke. And I know that most of the stuff I do is tongue-in-cheek. But I meant this, okay? Jade got mad at me. She's like, you didn't discuss this with me. Because I've always said, no, I'm not running for office. I've always said that. 
I don't want to run for office now. I'm a reluctant person when it comes to this. People are like, oh, my God, they got, you got skeletons in the closet. We're going to have a bigger parade than Mardi Gras. We'll run them down. We'll put, we'll put the skeletons in the street, baby. <laughs> I, I Look, I, I've lived life just like you've lived life, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever. I, if you don't like it, don't vote for me. That's the bottom line. Uh, and so we're in an exploratory process. We've had a lot of very important people reach out. I had no idea over the last four days how big our reach was in terms of real influencers. Uh, and I'm not going to drop names, but just the people who have reached out. I spent the entire day yesterday, Sunday, on the phone while in South Dakota uh, with folks who are curious, interested. Uh, they want to know, are you, a, are you a contender or a pretender? Uh, and I said, look, I, I just want my voice to be heard. I think that the people of Texas have a right to not only be represented, but they have a right to have their voice heard. Not being represented by somebody that apparently has been bought out by big business, who the money and the funding is determining uh, legislation and mandates and things like that. And I've had a lot of people who have come at me and they said, well, why can't you just give up a little bit of liberty for everybody else's safety? Well, the answer to that is inherent in your question. We don't give up a little bit of liberty. First of all, liberty isn't given to us by man. It's given to us by our God. It isn't. We are endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If man can give you liberty, then he can take liberty away, right? We don't operate that way. It is a God-given right. So, when you start asking why can't we give up a little bit of liberty for somebody else's safety, that right there is exactly what Benjamin Franklin was talking about when he says, well, if you're going to sacrifice liberty for safety, you don't deserve either one. Okay, and that is where I'm at right there. If you don't like it, you don't like the plain speak, I'm not a politician. I have no intentions of being a politician, but we're going to see where this thing takes us and and runs with it. And I'm unapologetic about it, just like I am with everything else. Uh, so I have people who are like, well, how long have you been thinking about doing this? Well, about five minutes before I went to Twitter. <laughs> I, somebody sent me a message and they said, have you seated this in prayer? And I said, I've seated it in Jack Daniels. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, but seriously, I, I didn't. But in all seriousness, I was like, I've just I've had enough of this stuff, of, of these politicians that that you know and i've voted for greg abbott I've, I've i've bragged on greg abbott i've supported greg abbott you know i consider dan patrick our lieutenant governor a friend there's so many different folks in the state and in in austin that i admire and i look at them and i say hey you guys have done a good job in this but it's just this spiraling sinking thing and it's time to get the voices of the every man out there you know i mentioned the folks that go to these trump rallies they're the salt of the earth people they're the folks you want to sit down and have a beer with those are the people whose voices aren't being heard they make this state great Mm -hmm. it's time to make texas texas again because that humble arrogance is starting to get humiliated we don't have that walking tall attitude anymore we have been inundated and whitewashed and been made lukewarm in so many things it's okay for us to to walk tall it's okay for us to talk big it's okay for us to lead the nation because as our friend alan west uh, at least he's a friend now unless he decides to run for governor as our friend alan <laughs> lieutenant colonel alan west says that you know so goes texas so goes the nation and he's right and right now we're hurting in this state we're hurting in this state 750,000 people alone came from california to texas just in the last year that is a big uh influx we welcome 
I don't know anybody that doesn't welcome folks as long as you're willing to leave your politics at the state line and come in here and embrace a Texas way of life because Texas is an attitude. It is a state of mind. Most people in Texas would rather be Texans before they'd rather be Americans. And by the way, we still can do that because we were our own country who technically still never ratified the Constitution. So we could step away at any time. People say, well, you're not a Texan. Yes, I am. I was conceived in Dallas, Texas. <laughs> life begins at conception. I am a Texan. All right. I am a Texan. I've been here 20 years. And no matter what, I have the attitude. I have the attitude. I When I came to Fort Worth, Texas, and I heard music playing down Main Street the very first time, I said, I went down there and there was Pat Green playing out there at the old 80 on the patio on a Wednesday night. And I was like, I don't know who this guy is or who these people are, but by God, these are my folks. Yep. I have found my tribe. And so when I came to Texas, they embraced me. They opened up. It became my home. To me, it's the center of the universe. So for me, uh, in the midst of all of my ignorance and my ramblings and all of those things, I, I've, I have stated over and over again that Texas is my home and it always will be. And to the degree that I can use my platform and my voice to help that get heard, uh, we got about two and a half years before anything, you know, it becomes, as they say, nut cutting time. Mm-hmm. But we're going to watch this thing mature. We're going to watch this thing happen. And so I have been uh, excited. I have been thrilled at the response. More so not because people who are, quote unquote, patting me on the back. I could care less about that. What I'm excited about is people are ready to take their state back. And that is from the bottom to the top, from the grassroots folks who are seeing their livelihoods taken away because of this nonsense that's going on. I mean, just the little things like the fact that the coronavirus is growing exponentially in the state of Texas at the border. We'll shut the state down, but we won't properly shut the border down between here and Mexico. This rise in quarantine stuff that's happening right now because of the rise in cases is happening because in the three weeks of June, it was the it was the peak of covid in mexico we didn't shut the border down so now we got texas that's full of these medical quote tourists who are coming in flooding our hospital taking our resources testing positive and you are having to shut your business down so yes we're in the ring we're running call me rocky i'm gonna take some punches and that's okay let's go see if our skeletons are still pretty they smell kind of funny hang tight we'll be right back Yeah, so just to follow up, people are asking how they can get involved. You can't just yet. Uh, obviously, we're going to do everything legally by the book, 100% up and up. Uh, Steve picked me up from the airport, and he's like, man, we could make a lot of money. <laughs> I'm not just kidding. Steve didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. Uh, you have to do that. You got to, you know, obviously, you got to file with the state. You got to have third party that handles any finance and stuff. So we're, we're there. We're in an exploratory thing, you know. The bottom line is whether I do it or not through this whole process, people with a platform and people with a voice have got to speak up. And that's all I'm doing right now. Good for you. That's all I'm doing. Uh, I'm reluctant in the whole thing. I never want to be a politician. Still have no intention of being a politician. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, hey, if we can light some fire under somebody's ass out there to get some things done and make Texas, Texas again, it'd be great. Party Foundation, YouTube. Sarah Gonzalez, Unfiltered. YouTube and of course the news and why it matters. Mm -hmm. You're just Natalie. Natalie Woods, twenty two. You got to get something. Natalie going. Woods, twenty two. <laughs> Studio twenty two. 
Chad Prather, 22. That's my and number, you know, too. yesterday, yesterday I found that picture of me in Fenway Park in the Green Monster holding up the scoreboard thing of 22 because my baseball number was 22. That my was entire my sports life. number two. What? Yeah, so that was my sports number was two. It? That's my favorite Funny, number. I so high school. Some new twenty-two baseball tees coming out pretty soon. There you go. Yeah. There you go. They'll say Chad Prather on them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> go to watchchad.com. We've got all kind of things there that are fun that you can get involved with, and of course, sign up, follow us on this little journey. Not only on my YouTube, but BlazeTV.com/slash Chad. We love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.